Good morning, Pensacola. Andrew McKay and the Pensacola Morning News starts right now. Specifically, I said, well, okay, there was obviously a vote. Give us the vote tally. Let sure. us know. I've heard from a couple different sources that it was 17 people total in the room. The vote was the vote was called to send a no confidence letter about you. And that one of the one of the men stepped up and said, I'm not going to be a part of this and said no. And 16 voted for it. But don't we have 128 billets in EMS? Don't we have 64 paramedics and 64 EMTs? 16 people is not 99%. So this is at the coffee with the commissioner yesterday, Jeff Bergash, uh, talking about the whole issue of the vote of no confidence by the EMS union against uh, Chief and Deputy Chief Torcell and Stevens, and uh, repeating this kind of gossipy version of the story that it was 17 people. And I mean, he could have done what I did, which is I called Chad yesterday and I said, hey, Chad, so how many people were involved in this vote? I've heard a lot of different things thrown around. And he told me that there were 35 people in the meeting to have the vote and one person said no. And the other 34 voted yes. And that was at the union meeting. And then I said, okay, so how many people are in the union? He said, well, it had been in the like 60, 65. We're up to 75 now. You know, they've been gaining people since. And they put out an electronic, uh, you know, request email basically, hey, vote in this issue. And uh, 65 have voted so far. 64 have voted yes. So one person total out of the 65 or so that have voted has voted not to ask for the resignation of Chief Tarsell and Deputy Chief Stevens' vote of no confidence in those people. Uh, those are the numbers according to the union. We talked to Wes Moreno this morning about this at length, and I wanted to have, have you hear a chance to hear it since we talked. We did, replayed yesterday the interview with the uh, union president. I want to get you to hear Wes's response. Wes Moreno, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News, sir. Hey, good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm, I'm doing well, doing well. Uh, you know, I know the county's in the middle of doing a lot of great things, and I love to celebrate that stuff. Unfortunately, at the moment, this is kind of the uh, the point that we're talking about a bit because it's a lot of unhappiness and dissatisfaction within EMS. Uh, I assume you listened to the interview yesterday that we did with the president, and um, first, you know, reactions to that interview, reactions to the you know the ongoing complaints and criticisms that they have of the chief. Well, I, you know, I don't know. <laughs> Like I said, I spent last Friday over there at EMS, and I spoke to a pretty large contingency of folks, and they were of the opposite uh, connotation. So, uh, matter of fact, they were concerned. They were extremely concerned uh, about uh, the, a possible departure of Chief Russell and, and, and Stevens. Uh, they were extremely positive about how things are going. They were extremely positive about the direction we're headed. And so, you know, I mean, I, I guess I'll say this. I'll, you know, we'll continue to work it. We'll continue to move forward. And, uh, hey, I, I know you, you know, I know you went, I know you went on Friday, but did you talk with the union folks after the letter? Have you sat down? Because I, I, I have not talked to with the union folks. I'll tell you why. Because I've read the letter. I know what they want. Eric, Eric has tried to meet with the union folks. They want one thing, Andrew, one thing. And that's all they want. You can't 
really negotiate or work things out if they, if you're going to sit in a silo and go, this is what we want, and this is all we want. So, you know, and if they want to meet, they can, they know they got my number two. They know where I work at as well. So, but I mean, if if more know, than half well, of the if more than half of the employees say they want him so gone, what if half the employees are for source though. So, what if half the employees are for source though? Okay, but that wouldn't you want to go I mean, talk to them? Ways. Wouldn't you want to talk to the employees who are upset? I'm gonna go. I, I'm gonna go talk. I'm gonna go talk to these folks first, and then I'll come back. Then I'll circle back. I'm. I'll circle back at that point. Okay. And I mean, you know, all I hear is, well, "We don't want them. We don't want them. We don't want them." Well, and then I hear about this. You know, these, these folks don't realize we don't have this revenue. Some of these folks go home. They go home. If we don't have this revenue, we don't have to deal with Striker with all new equipment and ambulances. You mean from the transfers? I mean, the money that comes in from transfers, right? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. He, he said that yesterday. He know yeah. they're aware. I mean, he specifically said they're well aware of the value of the transfers to the overall organization. You know, pay raises, new trucks, and all that. They they, they know that. So what do you want me to do? <laughs> well, I, I mean, mean it, you, it's, want rid, you, what, you want you want to get rid of the guy who puts the plan in place. I don't know what to do, plan in place. but it seems like if if but the real is issue is Chief Torcell, I mean, if so, that's who they're upset with, somehow the information so who, is not who, getting who, through to you or Eric. That's so that's walk, the concern. Who, 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 who walks in the door and tells your boss, uh, no, this is what we want. Well, this is what we want. You know, I worked for a guy one time and said, hey, man, what's the, green, the boss wants a green suit, you on the green light. That's how you do this. That's, you, if you want to be in the position to make those calls, you make yourself promotable and promote up to the position where you make those calls. Right now, you need to come to work and play the role that you're here to play, and that's running ambulance. I mean, it is what it is. Nobody comes to work and tells their boss, no, nah, I'm not doing that today. No, I don't like you. I'm coming for you. Who, who goes to work and says that? Who goes to work and says that, Andrew? If I walk in today, or maybe or maybe y'all can, maybe you walk in and tell whomever your boss is, hey, I don't like you, I'm coming for you. How's that going to go for you? How's it going to go? I'm just I'm asking a question. Well, who walks what in I, what I heard, what, and, what and I heard yesterday, what, what I heard yesterday in the coffee with the commissioner um, was all of the good things, and I didn't hear much wreck and I and I heard Jeff Bragash basically saying these people must be incompetent because typically um you know the people who raise the objections are the people who aren't doing so good. And so I'm thinking so now like more than half of the employees are not very competent and I, I heard and dismissal that, who, of the who concerns. Says it, who says it's half? Who says it's half? The union says their vote was sixty four to one. Uh, prove it. All right, we're going to just – this is not live. This happened earlier this morning, so we're not interrupting the flow. Of the, but I did want to get you a quick traffic break, and we'll come back to finishing this interview with Wes Moreno in just a second. Jake. All right, real quick, we're looking good on our roadways. Highway 98 westbound headed through Tiger Point a little bit slow. Highway 29 south through Inslee seeing our normal morning slowdown. North Davis Highway in both directions slow, getting by HCA, Florida West Hospital, and Ferry Pass Elementary. But if uh, but everything else uh, out there on the roadways is looking good. If you do see anything, let us know, 437-1620. I am Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives all right now back to the interview we did earlier with Wes moreno responding to the allegations and all of the issues surrounding the ems union the president in the interview we did yesterday 
Okay. Prove it. I, I mean, I think that's fair to ask. That's all. I, that, that's my thing. Prove it. Prove it. But I would also say that's my problem. But talk, but talk to them too, right? I mean, shouldn't with no proof. Well, it's it, we're being treated on. This, you know what I mean? On this date at this time, this person did this, 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 or said this, 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 or whatever. I, I don't work with vague statements. You can't work with vague statements. Give me the date. Give me the time. I think that's fair to ask for. This I agree on, with you. I'm, yeah, absolutely. That I can work with, and I'm happy to work with that. But I'm not going to work with vague statements. I'm not going to work with innuendo. And some of these former employees, I don't have any good, anything good to say for them either. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you got if you, I, I'm all about it. Give me a date. Give me times. And you know what? I I reviewed a grievance yesterday. I said, no, 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 no. I don't agree. With, I, don't, I don't agree with this action. And I had two people in my, in my office, and it was an EMS grievance. So you don't agree with you don't agree with the disciplinary action. I said, no, I don't. I don't agree with this. I'm, I'm fair. <laughs> I'm honest. I'm open. But you're gonna have to call. You're gonna have to call the dates, call the times, and give me the examples. That's how this works. You don't get to go, well, we're being mistreated. Okay, well, we'll qualify your statement. Qualify your statement. Well, 99%. You know how the vote works for a union certification? It doesn't matter if 128 people show up or five people show up. It's the majority of who shows up. If five people show up and five people vote, vote yeah, we want, we want we want to keep a union, then you keep the union. That's what they do. It's not the majority of the whole class that's covered by the union. That's not how that works. So when they say 99%, well, prove it. Be transparent. I agree with prove all it. I agree with all of that. What I'm concerned about, and I think I think we're actually on the same page with this is if there is this widespread dissatisfaction with the work environment and a feeling that the leadership style and skills of Chief Torcell are the issue that's making things hard for them, that would be something you would want to know and want to figure out if there's a way to solve for that problem because what you ultimately want is happy employees, and what you've got right now apparently is unhappy employees, at least a number of them. And I hear you saying that you want to solve for that. You just want details that you can actually act on rather than sort of vague allegations, right? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And I think I that's what they, that's what they, and that's what they would say too. You know, that's what, that's what they want to hear. And that's and, what they want to, but, but I would say this, Andrew, I'll tell you what we're not going to do. We're not going to go back to the wild west days in the MS or in the other department. We're not going to go back to the days of we're just going to do what we want to. We're not going to go back to the days of some, greatly unprofessional behavior going on. We will not go back to those days. No matter who's in charge over there, as long as I'm the administrator, we will not go back to those days because I will not tolerate some of that behavior that was going on back in those days. I mean, we're just not going to do it. I'm not going to take it. I'm not going to put up with it. So it doesn't matter if it's Torcell or somebody else. We're not going backwards. So it is what it is. We're going to move forward. We're going to be successful. Everybody's going to see we are going to be successful. 
it, it's that there's no other there's no other, there's no other option for me. We will be successful. Well, that, that is something that I know you and I, you and I both want for the county. I know Eric Gilmore wants for the county, and I think I mean I think the union folks want that for the county too. Uh, you know, as well as the non-union employees. So I don't I don't necessarily agree with that. Okay, well that I mean, so you, you don't think the union wants what's best for the county is what I hear you saying. I think the union. I think there's a contingency, contingency of folks. I'm just gonna be honest with you. I think there's a contingency of folks. I don't, and I really don't think it's a large contingency. They want what's best for them. That's what they want. They don't want to be held accountable. They want to do what they want to do. And you know what? If that's their posture, then that's their posture. But I can't work with that. I can't work with that. And no, an organization cannot be successful if the tail's going to wag the dog. I said it yesterday. I'll say it again today. Tail's not going to wag the dog here. If they want to come to the table, if they want to be reasonable, then that's fine. We'll sit down and we'll be reasonable. And you know what? And I'm not saying things are perfect because they're not. There are things that I learned last week that we absolutely need to address and we absolutely absolutely need to work on. And we will and we are. But I can't work with ultimatums. I'm not going to do that. you got to come in. We're going to talk. We're going to be reasonable. If we can't talk and be reasonable, well, then we'll, we'll, we'll decide how to move forward from there. I will tell you, just based on the sampling of the text that I'm getting in as you're talking, I'm getting a really split. Yeah. I'm, get, I'm just getting a real split. Half of them are like, I totally agree with Wes. Uh, you know, this, is, this makes perfect sense. And another half that are like, uh, this is terrible. He needs to listen and talk to these people. And I think it's I, – I mean, I hear what you're saying. And if I were in your position, I can see why you're saying what you're saying, and I would just like to get to the bottom of it. And if it is just a small group of disaffected people, well, that's a problem. And if it's a large group of frustrated employees who can't stand their manager, that's also a problem. And I, what I hear you saying is you're willing to get to the bottom of it, but you've got to have things that you can work on, which I, I agree with that. I think that's a fair position to take. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have time to get to all the other good stuff going on in the county and all the interesting things that are going on. Uh, we're totally out of time. But, uh, Wes, as always, I appreciate the time. I appreciate you addressing and answering the questions uh, directly. And I, I know you and I and Eric Gilmore share the goal of let's make EMS the best that it can be. Let's serve the residents who we're supposed to serve. Let's uh, help people in their health care and let's make money all at the same time, right? Hey, we're going to be successful, Andrew. That's the goal, be successful. Make the, make the system better than we are today to move forward, and we will continue to add personnel. We'll continue to add positions. We'll continue to have good equipment, and we will move forward, and we will be successful. Amen. Uh, Wes Brown, he's the Scamby County Administrator. Uh, as always, thanks for the time, and we'll talk to you again next week. All right, Andrew. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, good morning, Andrew. How are you? I'm, uh, that, there you go. <laughs> so... That was the interview that we did earlier with Wes Moreno. You heard now both from the union president and from Wes. What do you think? What do you think? Uh, the text I'm getting in during that interview, same thing. Very split. Uh, very very split. Uh, actually, you know what? The ones that are coming in with this interview are actually not as sympathetic to Wes's point of view as they were earlier. It was a real even split earlier. Um, but what do you think? I mean, how do you fix this problem? I mean, yesterday in the coffee with the commissioner, Commissioner Bergash basically said that people who complain are the people who don't perform. I mean, and Wes is asking for these names, right? You know, or asking, I mean, asking to prove it, which would be asking for a list of names that you had to vote on. And are we going to have a list of 64 people who all voted for the, you know, 
if the culture is retaliation and and you know bad treatment, are you going to ask those people to stand up and be public about their name instead of being anonymous? I mean, I don't know if that's a reasonable request. I too want to see the evidence that it was a vote. I guess you know it's better than taking somebody's word for it, but. It just seems like communication is the real issue here. Like, we just need to talk and listen, and then we'll really know what's going on. And I hope, I really, really hope that's what happens. Because, man, our, you know, lives depend on this being right. 825 here on News Radio 92.3. Let's get traffic on the fives with Jake. Oh, we're looking great on our roadways this morning. Highway 98 westbound headed through Tiger Point, a little bit slow. Also, Highway 29 south through Inslee, seeing some normal morning congestion. If you're on North Davis Highway this morning, getting by HCA Florida West Hospital and Ferry Pass Elementary, it's a little bit slow in both directions there. But otherwise, around town, we're looking great. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds. Uh, looks like we're looking good from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. And Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore Cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. If you do see anything out there slowing you down, let us know on our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. Oh, and just a quick programming note. I know most of you were expecting to hear from Sam, um, not Sam Abel, <laughs> from uh, Lisa Newell from the Gulf Breeze News. Uh, we'll hear from her at, at 8.50 this morning. So we'll talk for her with her for sure in just a few minutes. Hi, this is Earl Ron. New South Window knows southern weather is unpredictable, and our Energy Star windows and doors will keep the heat in and the cold outside where it belongs. We prioritize keeping your family and your home comfortable all year round. Energy efficient products made, installed, and guaranteed for life. Get New South Brown. When you buy more, you can save more. Visit NewSouthWindow.com. Do you feel disconnected from the educational resources your family needs? Resources like free tutoring, aftercare, and scholarships? Join me, the host of Voices United in Education podcast, Meredith Hackworth-Edwards, and Cody Struther from the Scambia County Public Schools on Pensacola's Expert Panel Thursday, February 15th at 9.30 a.m. We'll talk scholarships, aftercare, and tutoring, as well as our first ever Podcast of Palooza event on March 2nd. The Pensacola Expert Panel on News Radio 92.3 and AM 1620. Text or call with your questions. 850-437-1620. Thinking about a side hustle? Why not turn your hobby into a home-based business with a home embroidery machine from Daryl's of Pensacola? Daryl's Sewing has many embroidery machines to choose from, and they have single-needle or multi-needle machines, plus plenty of thread and supplies. Financing is available. Daryl's Sewing, 6705 North Davis Highway between Creighton and Burgess. Online at sewinginpensacola.com. The folks at Daryl's say, when you buy from us, you get from us. That's sewinginpensacola.com. News Radio Pensacola on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. Informative, local, dependable. Afternoon, everybody. Norm! How you doing, Norm? What do you know? Not enough. Hey, if you need any kind of video production service at all, whether it's aerial-based, ground-based, it's in a meeting, something like that, you know, you want to do an ad for your boat, your RV, your restaurant, your B&B, whatever the case may be, uh, Pelican Drones, they can take care of you. Now, I know you think Pelican Drones, oh, it must obviously be about up in the air. Well, yeah, that's how they started, and they've done all kinds of work for all kinds of local companies, big and small, and individuals. 
but uh, they really are now in the video production business, and they can do it for the you know the five second, you know, ten second TikTok, uh, twenty seconds for uh, Instagram, or you know, forty seconds for Facebook or for a web base, and then you own it when they're done. By the way, so you can do with it whatever you want to do. Pelican Drones can take care of you. Comprehensive video production services. PelicanDrones.com. Steve Taylor's in the newsroom with our headlines. Steve. Well, the House Intelligence Committee is warning about a serious national security threat. Various reports say the threat is related to Russian space technology. Ohio Republican Mike Turner says his committee made information on the threat available to members of Congress. He's requesting President Biden declassify that information. And police are looking for answers after over 20 people were shot. At the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade, three people are in custody after yesterday's mass shooting, which killed at least one person. They have yet to determine a motive and don't know if the rally had anything to do with the shooting. And that's what's happening. All right. Thanks so much, Steve. 830 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. As I've said many times, I wish I didn't have to be in the middle of all this, uh, but I feel like it's uh, my job to report this stuff. And it is, you know, big, significant stuff that's going on in our community right now. So uh, there you go for it. <laughs> you know, well, well, like I said, we'll talk to Lisa Newell coming up in about 20 minutes with the frivolous topic uh, coming up next. And um, maybe we'll get to an allegation that impeaching Mayorkas was a violation of the Constitution. News. I'm Chris Foster. Kansas City Chiefs players and coaches comforted kids after 22 people are shot at their Super Bowl victory parade. One person was killed, a local radio DJ, Lisa Lopez Galvana, mother of two. Her station sang, this senseless act has taken a beautiful person from her family and this KC community. Fox's Jeff Paul, police have three people detained. Former President Trump's in New York for a hearing in his criminal hush money case. In South Carolina, he says it was on purpose that he mixed up the names of his rival for the nomination, Nikki Haley, and former House Speaker Nancy Pelosi at a rally in New Hampshire. They said he didn't know Pelosi from Nikki, from Tricky Nikki, Tricky Nikki. He didn't know, I interposed, and they make a big deal out of it. I said, no, no, I think they both stink. You've heard Haley instead of Pelosi complaining about security during the Capitol riot. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, it's 831 right now, 53 degrees and partly cloudy. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola. Escambia County Commissioner Jeff Bergas says things are picking up over the possible sale of the OLFA property in Beulah. After agreeing to enter negotiations with Beulah Town Center LLC last week, Bergas says Precision Capital sent a revised offer to buy 290 acres of the property for $21 million. Bergas says while there are issues that would need to be revised, it was heartening to see them come back with the retooled offer. He adds there's also a third party interested. We've got another offer coming in and uh, it should be it should be uh, on Monday. I met with, with those buyers as well and I'm really intrigued by what they're going to bring. So, you know, this, this whole OLF8, it's coming in fits and spurts and flurries of activity and then periods of lull. But I think we're on an uptick here and I think between these three offers, we're going to find one that we can go with. Both Beulah Town Center and Precision Capital say they're willing to abide by the master plan as well as the county's wish of retaining 250 acres for the purpose of job creation. Two people have been arrested in connection with recent automobile thefts. That's according to the Pensacola Police Department. Now police say they're looking for a third suspect. Pensacola uh, police officers arrested 25-year-old Detravius Ontario Morell, who is listed as homeless on the Escambia jail log, and 24-year-old Keisha Lachey-Wilson of Pensacola in connection with several auto thefts in the area. According to the press release from the Pensacola Police Department, the Travis Morrell had been charged with four counts of grand theft of a motor 
motor vehicle, and Wilson's been charged with one count of grand theft of a motor vehicle. Police say they're still looking for 28-year-old DeAndre DeMorel and have two active warrants for his arrest. Following the resignation of City Manager Scott Collins, the Milton City Council could decide to return to a familiar face. My first thought is, is uh, who can we bring in to, you know, keep everything running the way it, way it should be running? And uh, I thought of Randy Jorgis, our former city manager that retired. That's from Council's, uh, City Councilman Jeff Snow. He says he reached out to Jorgensen who advised him he'd be willing to return to the role temporarily. Collins' resignation will be effective on February 23rd. A special meeting to discuss the issue will be held at 6 tonight. And let's check that weather forecast from Channel 3. This is meteorologist Brooke Richardson with your first morning weather update. We will have a beautiful sunny day today with mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures dropping into the 40s. As you go into Friday, mostly cloudy skies with high near 64. 20% chance of rain by Friday evening. Temperatures Friday night near 51 degrees. Rain chances through Saturday. Showers likely with a high near 57. And Saturday night, temperatures dropping near 38. Stay connected to the Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson for the First Morning Weather Center. Thanks, Brooke. Right now, let's check in with Jake Walker for Traffic on the Fives. All right. This traffic report brought to you by Indeed. Not seeing anything out there on our roadways slowing us down. We have a little bit of slowdown in both directions getting by Gulf Breeze High School with the school zone there. Go Dolphins. But uh, that's, you know, normal for this time of morning. Otherwise, around town, I-10 and I-110 at posted speeds not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in Car City. Davis Highway is clear from the I-10 overpass through Creighton, Brenton, Fairfield, and we're looking good from 12th Avenue through to Palafox and W Street. If you do see anything out there, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. Make the hiring process work for you. With Indeed's end-to-end hiring solution, you can attract, interview, and hire candidates all from one place. Start at Indeed.com slash credit. I'm Jake Walker with your Traffic on the Fives. Thanks, Jake. Right now. Now it's 53 in Pensacola, 52 in Gulf Breeze, and 50 in Milton at 835. The next news is at 9, breaking news anytime. And now let's check out what's happening in the financial world. This is your Money Now on News Radio Pensacola. At the opening bell, the Dow Jones average is up 70 points at 38,494. S&P 500 is up 9 points at 5,010. The NASDAQ is up 0.12 at 15,858. I'm Steve Taylor for News Radio Pensacola, informative, local, and dependable. Why is Bray Jewelers the best place to buy an engagement ring? Come in and see our selection. I promise you, we have more diamond engagement rings than you'll see anywhere in the panhandle of Florida. But it's what you do for people that they don't expect that they remember. The little things that we do, we want to deliver special experiences for you at Beret. We love doing what we do and we love making people happy. We want every person that walks into the store to feel like you're part of our family. I want everybody to have an amazing experience at Beret Jewelers. You know what you want to do in retirement, but do you know how to get there? Tune in to What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair of Swan Capital, Saturdays at 1, to get answers to your retirement planning questions. Plan today so you can do all the things you've dreamt about doing in retirement. Don't miss What Your Money Would Say with Andrew McNair, Saturdays at 1. Firm offers insurance services, advisory services offered through Swan Capital, LLC. 
Are you ready for a triple dose of wit, insight, and laughter? Tune in to News Radio Pensacola for the Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show from 11 to 2. Your daily dose of engaging conversation and hilarious banter. Join Jamie Markley, David Van Camp, and Scott Robbins as they tackle the biggest news stories, pop culture moments, and everything in between. They'll keep you entertained, informed, and laughing out loud from start to finish. Don't miss a minute of the fun. Tune in to the Markley, Van Camp, and Robin Show, 11 till 2 on News Radio Pensacola. Everybody was kung fu fighting. <laughs> I admire your deductive processes. Ooh, yeah. Um, I'm gonna have to go ahead and sort of disagree with you there. Oh, idiot. Food fight! Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. This conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Goodbye. So I see a lot of uh, posts on social media of the following sort, and I'm actually part of some Gen X like um, groups, you know, where they post this kind of stuff all the time. And the one I'm looking at right now, it has a picture of Bobby Brady on the TV. The TV has got a physical dial that you turn clockwise and counterclockwise to select the channel. It's on a TV cart, and it's a couple of kids turning back towards the camera, and the text on top of the kid says, "Hurry, it's back." And the uh, commentary is, I feel sorry for Netflix-era kids. They will never know the high-stakes adrenaline of rushing to the bathroom, fridge, bedroom in a single ad break with the beckoning call of a sibling screaming, It's on! To send you hurtling over furniture, get back in time, and try not to break a leg in the process. So my question for you, 437-1620, let's see what we get out of this. I'm just kind of curious. Is, um, how was it different? How was it different back then? And if you want to be a little bit more specific, like, what's something that you did back then as a kid that they don't do today or that we don't do today. 437-1620, How is it different? And, you know, that that can range from anything from uh, everybody or, uh, owned the orange or green Tupperware, the Rubbermaid. I guess it was Rubbermaid X, but maybe it was Tupperware. I don't know, the, um, the one with the accordion-looking top that you press in on to keep the flour from, you mm-hmm. know, everybody. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah everybody. Uh, I had those, yeah. You know, I, it could be, um, you know, back in my day, we owned and rode bikes. <laughs> You know, when do you come home? When the lights come on, right? I mean, that kind of thing. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Tell me, how was it different then? How was it different? What do you, you know, what did you do? What did you do back then that you don't do now? What do you remember back then that was so different? Um, you know, when when the seven year old was the remote control. That's mm. kind of the where I'm coming at with this. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Jake, do you remember one? Man, the thing I one? can, uh, the thing that always comes to mind when I think about you know the good old days is the spiral phone cord that came oh, from the, and you had yes. to wrap it around yes. the the hallway and go through your bedroom, and then you, I crawled out the window onto the deck outside my my window just so <laughs> my brother couldn't listen in on my conversations. That's that's what I remember the most, just the absence of mobile phones. The 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 greatest development in the history of your home life when we were kids was when your parents finally splurged for the 20-foot cord (laughs) or you know like it wasn't so you were not locked into the kitchen anymore to have your conversations which were often you know at a certain age where you're talking with people who may not have been of the same gender as you uh back when that's you know what it was and uh you wanted to be able to hide those conversations i will say with and you know i know some folks of course, are not old enough to remember, but um, this is before cell phones. This is before we had cordless phones. This is b- before all of that. Yeah, you had to be tied to the wall with a twisted pair of copper wire that ran through this <laughs> spiral rubberized cord mm-hmm. that a 
always got stretched out in in always. inconsistent ways, mm-hmm. and B always had at least one spiral somehow magically backwards, where instead <laughs> of being a spiral loop, it was a little U. And if you were at all like me, and I know many of you are, you spent countless hours untwisting Mm -hmm. the use to make sure that the cord was consistently spiraled the whole way through. Your nervous energy, that was when you're talking to a girl or a boy for the first time. That's right. right. I don't know what you do today. There's nothing to fidget with. 437-16-24-37-16-20. Somebody says, um, well, you don't have to adjust the bunny ears in order to get the better signal on the -the over-the-air television that you got without paying anybody a fee (laughs) other than buying the TV, and you don't have to adjust the foil, and you don't have to have one of the kids stand up at the front and adjust it and adjust it while somebody sits at the couch and tells them whether it's working yet or not. And if if they leave the... um, uh, they leave the antenna and it gets bad. Well, you got to go back and fix it again, mm-hmm. or maybe stand there. I mean, it depends how the hierarchy is working in your uh, in your home. Somebody says uh, we tied ropes to the bicycle handlebars to pretend that we were riding horses. Oh, nice! So mm. like um, uh, reins. You mm. had rain. I, nice. I never did that. I never and did I feel that like either. I'm, I missed a whole dimension of childhood mm. uh, danger at this point. Four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Yes, sir. Karen called in just a second ago, and she said, uh, "Do you remember riding in the back of trucks uh, when we were kids? With no, you know, just, just like you were yeah. getting hired for a day job as an illegal immigrant. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's what it was, right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, you know, nobody thought. I never see my family didn't have trucks, but the station wagon. Yeah, you know, no seatbelt. No. What's a seatbelt? What are you talking about? Airbag? Come on. Mm. This car is big enough to keep us safe through anything. They're going to have to go through that engine and that side paneling. The reason you didn't have side door airbags is because you had the paneling on the Vista Cruiser. You didn't need them, right? right. And, you know, we'd be in the back of the, you know, 15 feet back there in the back of the, the station wagon, uh, 43 people deep, 43 <laughs> kids deep, just playing, having a good old time. Uh, somebody here says, uh, let's see, in the summertime, my mother shooed me and my four brothers out of the house and locked the door. We were allowed back in for lunch or, you know, in extreme circumstances, she just drops a sandwich out the front door. <laughs> oh, this, yeah, playing cassette tapes. Uh, how, okay, on the cassette tape thing, how good were you at winding forward, fast forwarding or rewinding the cassette tape with A, a finger, B, a pencil, but if you're actually a super pro, the six hexa- the hexagonal clear Bic pens, I think it was Ben, maybe it was Papermate. I don't know, the ones that were the clear plastic that had the blue top and the blue thing in the bottom that you could turn into a spitwatch shooter, they're perfect for it. Uh, but those pens, those were the ideal because you had to have it at a little angle. It didn't work quite straight in, but at a little angle, and then you could spin the cassette tape around and fast forward or rewind. Come on now. Good old days. 437-1620. We used to wait until rates went down at night to do marathon phone calls. Oh, God. Long-distance calls cost you money and cost you different amounts of money depending on when you called. Sunday was free, right? Remember things like the friends and family plan where you got free long distance to call people you knew? <laughs> Big pack. You know, gosh, you don't even dial one anymore. Uh, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. Uh, let's see. Uh, people and people can't talk on the phone anymore, too. That's true. Uh, we used to sit down every night as a family and have dinner. I still do that with my family. Good, good, good for you. Uh, four, three, seven, sixteen, twenty. We used to know our neighbors. Uh, now we and our electronic devices keep to ourselves. <laughs> the ring doorbell is between you and them, and that's the way everybody wants it. Um, yeah, we we always we don't go. We we will learn who the immediate adjacents are, but we we meet a lot of people by walking around. 
if you take walks in your neighborhood, you tend to meet people. Um, some you don't want to know, but, uh, you know, <laughs> you tend to know them a little bit more. Uh, the remote control for the TV, I was no longer the channel changer. That was the best day. But there was an interim period, do you remember, when it went from you had to get up and change it to where you had the cord. Remember the corded remote controls? Oh, yes. The in, first TV the we had first, in my household the first had the cord. Had corded. Or, and I know I'm digging deep here, but not a VCR, but a top-loading VCR. Yes. The high-end ones, the high-quality, a technology that did not win the competition for the marketplace in the end. Uh, Jake's got traffic on the fives. All right, I just got off the phone with Donald. Uh, he was saying that him and his friends used to play uh, marbles in the middle of W Street. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so, sure you could do that today. No, Probably and not. Uh, and nobody's really doing that today. Uh, this traffic report. Playing marbles. Yeah, exactly. Or jacks. Oh, yeah. Or any spinning other, tops. Yeah, right? um, Hopscotch. Yeah. Uh, this traffic report brought to you by ECUA. Uh, I-10 eastbound is a little bit slow before you get to the Pensacola Boulevard exit, and uh, Highway 98 uh, a little slow in both directions getting by Gulf Breeze High School this morning. But otherwise, around town, we're looking great. Uh, if you see anything out there, you can always call or text our traffic tip line. That's 437-1620. ECUA Bulk Waste Service is now call for pickup. Call by 2 p.m. the day before your service day. Learn more at ecua.fl.gov. I'm Jake Walker with your traffic on the fives. We're talking about things you did back then that you don't do today or, you know, kind of things about youth that was different. Somebody says those cords and the little U's, the, the misshapen spirals were maddening. That's actually a real quick OCD test, right? Like if me talking about the spiral cords having the little U's in them, if that gives you the, the heebie-jeebies, you're OCD. I mean, that's just like you don't even need to pay me for the diagnosis. <laughs> that's just true. And the degree of your shutters and the degree of your disability when you're you know, paralyzed by it, that's the degree of your OCD-ness. Uh, 437-1620, every neighborhood parent could discipline spank the neighborhood kid if we stepped out of line. Oh, amen. Which sucked because when your parents got home, the neighborhood parent that disciplined you called the house and you got spanked again. <laughs> that's exactly right. Uh, we played games with our pocket knives during recess in elementary school. Oh, Nice. And, you, you know, you had, like, the McDonald's ashtray, and you, everybody had a knife. No big deal. Whatever. No no problems. Um, my dad didn't roll on the streetlights. He honked the car horn three times, and you'd best be heading home. <laughs> nice. I love it. Uh, we played alligator. Uh, that's where you have to jump from the couch to the love seat to the ottoman and back and forth. None of those things exist anymore. And try not to fall on the green shag carpeted floor where your sibling, the alligator, be waiting to touch you, and then you become the alligator. Don't do it in front of your parents because you'll ruin the furniture. <laughs> So true. As one of five kids, whenever we leave the TV room to go to the bathroom or kitchen, we had to yell, I'm coming back to my seat. I'm not abandoning my seat. We used to shoot each other with BB guns. Yes, you did. From a distance. And then take a step forward and do it again and continue until somebody yielded. <laughs> oh, these are my people. Uh, somebody says, uh, shick, uh, shick, uh, thick shag, shag carpeting in every room to include the bathroom. Amen. Love that. Our cord was long enough to reach into the bathroom when someone would call. I would hand my dad the phone <laughs> and run. Uh, yes. Sitting on the tailgate while going down the road. Yeah, no, that's a nice one. I forget about that. Uh, delivering papers on your bike. What's a paper? Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be personal about it, but, you know, the PNJ doesn't deliver them anymore. They send them through the mail. Right. Because afternoon's as good as the morning. You know, that just happened recently. Eight-track tapes. Agreed. Walking. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Drinking out of the water hose. Oh, super good. I mean, as good as anything else. Mm. Absolutely. Just wait. You know, flush it a little bit. Don't drink the hot water. Um, <laughs> surfing on a skateboard pulled by somebody on a bicycle. Agreed. Good fun. Really dangerous. Good fun. Chasing the mosquito truck on your bikes. <laughs> Breathing in all the clean air they're leaving behind. Oh, my God. That's great. We would make signs on long road trips that said, Hold, help me. <laughs> <laughs> I 
uh, getting the uh, getting the trucker to honk the horn. Uh, right? You I know, still, I still do that. Oh, do you? All right, Sometimes. that's good. Slug bugs. You know, hitting people was cool back then. Uh, rewinding VHS tapes, it gets stuck when you try to pull them out. Agreed. And I worked at Blockbuster. I know how to rewind them by hand. I have oh. done so many times. Um, TV sign off at midnight with the Star Spangled Banner. Remember, there was a time without TV. Yeah. Uh, waiting for the dial up internet. Get off the phone. I'm trying to use the internet. <laughs> good gun racks. <laughs> We had a party line. Oh, man, we're having so much fun with this. Uh, jumping off the garage roof into a snowbank using a trash bag as a parachute. Yeah, Absolutely. That didn't happen in Pensacola so much, but that mm. definitely did. Uh, this is so funny. Uh, you can actually tell the age of all the people listening to your show because of all the things we all did. The rest of them are just w- listening in befuddlement right. at all of them. <laughs> you guys used to do what? <laughs> Run into the gas station with either my mom or dad in the car or truck, buy their cigarettes or liquor for them as they wave to the cashier. <laughs> That's so true. Jump rope, cat and mouse chase game, and uh, taking turns at the heater in wintertime. Oh, man, these are all such good memories. Y'all are the best. All right, so that's some stuff we did as kids that we don't do today, sadly. Uh, Let's see. uh, If you're thinking about buying or selling a home, Christina Leavenworth, great resource. And, you know, you might think, Andrew, you say if you're thinking about it, why why would she want to talk to me unless I'm ready to sell or buy? Um, Well, I mean, because maybe you are ready to sell or buy and you don't know it, obviously. I don't mean to belabor the obvious, but you might be a client. But also just because she likes talking with people. She likes helping people. She likes teaching them about real estate. She says it's fun. She enjoys it. And if that conversation leads to you realizing this is not the time, she's happy to provide that service. I mean, she, she just loves talking to people. About I mean, she really is that kind of a friendly person. I know because I've talked to her so many times. She's a good friend, dear friend, wonderful person. Christina Leavenworth and her team at Leavenworth Realty, 723-9158. One last thing before I go to the break. Ticket Spence gone right now. 437-1620. Caller number two. 437-1620. Win two tickets to a day pass for Pensacon. Coming up very soon. Call now. Caller number two. Hey, Kevin. How's the boat running? Well, you know, last week I started working on the water pump, and now I can't remember how it goes back together. Dude, stop. Call Key Marine. They'll get you and your Mercury outboard back in the water so we can go back to fishing again. Key Marine gets the work done and lets you handle the fun. They'll fix any problem, big or small, even if the problem is you don't remember how the parts go back together. Key Marine, your Mercury outboard dealer on Bower Road in Pensacola. At Consumer Cellular, you get the same exact coverage as the largest carriers, but for up to half the cost. Same thing, up to half the cost. Up to half the cost for the same thing. 50% the money for 100% the same thing. I hope I'm making myself clear. Consumer Cellular. When freedom calls, we're here to answer. Call us at 1-888-FREEDOM. Half the cost savings based on cost of Consumer Cellular single-line 5-gigabyte data plan with unlimited talk and text compared to lowest-cost single-line postpaid unlimited talk, text, and data plan offered by T-Mobile and Verizon May 2023. The cooler weather in Pensacola is a great time of the year for gardening, whether it's planting roses, planting shrubs and trees and cool weather color, and, of course, planning for spring. This is Mike Wiggins. If you've got gardening questions, we've got answers on the News Radio Garden Line every Tuesday morning at 9 on the Pensacola Expert Panel. And if you miss us, on Tuesdays and catch the Encore Edition every Saturday morning at 9. Sponsored by Pensacola Hardware, Blue Sky Landscaping at Barnes Feed Store. Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin. It's like headline news for radio every day 4 to 7 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable.
852 here on News Radio 923. Joining us now a little bit at a different time. I apologize, that's my fault. Uh, Lisa Newell is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News, gives us a preview of what's in the paper every Thursday. Hey, Lisa, welcome back to the show. Good morning. Good, Good morning. I hope you enjoyed your Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Um, you have a good one? Absolutely wonderful. Yes, my husband is amazing. Perfect. <laughs> I even performed a wedding yesterday. Yes. Oh, nice. It was a beautiful wedding on the waterfront. Yes, gorgeous. Easy to remember wonderful. your anniversary. That's smart thinking, dude. Um, you got a story <laughs> about the uh, water reclamation facility, and God, these numbers just keep going up, don't they? Yes, yeah, so Gulf Breeze is trying to re- rebuild their water reclamation facility, and they had a budget in mind, but then when it, the estimate came in, they are $25 million short. And I don't think you can have a bake sale to make that up, so they are literally trying to find ways to do that. So it's going to end up costing $64 million. So that has been something that they are they have to get it done. It's one of those things you must get yeah. done. So they're looking for a way to way to do that. Yes. Uh, but, yeah, I thought you were going to start with the pastors. Three pastors from different churches all went on a trip to Greece together, which I thought was an incredible story because you don't really think about them being friends, but they are. They're all friends. They have so much in common, for one thing, and they have the same boss, which is, uh, you know, <laughs> the yeah, <right>? Lord, of <laughs> course. <laughs> and uh, they all went on a trip. They were planning to go to Israel, but because of the uh, the invasion of Israel yeah. and the subsequent war, they were detoured to Greece, and they were able to go and walk in Paul's footsteps, yeah. which they all said was so meaningful, so meaningful. And, of course, seeing all of the antiquities in Greece and, you know, just seeing all the uh, things that are still still around, even the old things, uh, the new things are considered to be uh, just a thousand years old. Those are the new things. Right. No, I love. I, I love that. You know, <laughs> being around Europe is that idea. Like, you know, this stuff was a ruins before our country was even existed. I mean, it's it's amazing, and I love that idea of them going and tracing. Because you always think about you know Israel as the place to go to study Bible history, but like you say, Greece and Turkey would really be. I mean, and that's a what a wonderful trip for some pastors to do. You guys also have yeah, a. Um, very good. You guys also have a story about uh, some teens injured in a golf cart incident. Yes, and this is something that a lot of people have been saying for years. Oh, I see kids, you know, riding, uh, driving the golf carts, even though they're not supposed to. You're supposed to be 15 with a permit or 16 with a driver's license, and um, it, it's a minimum. But yet people say, well, I see kids driving them. It's very dangerous. Well, something did happen, and there were seven kids uh, all together on a golf cart on Fairpoint Drive. And then went, the driver made a sharp turn, and the uh, the, the cart turned over. Two of the children are teenagers, are between 13 and 16 years old, were transported to the hospital, but we do not know their condition. Mm. So, yes, it's something we spoke to our uh, police chief, Rick Hawthorne. He confirmed that there will be no charges because the owner of the of the cart, uh, they had given their daughter permission, but she had lent it to someone else. So it wasn't, they have no culpability in that. Yeah, but, okay very dangerous. Yeah, still very dangerous for children to be out, um, you know, driving a golf cart with no no driver's license or learner's permit. I, I'm frankly just grateful that it doesn't happen more often. 
Uh, honestly. Hey, we're talking to Lisa Newell. She's the publisher yeah. of the Gulf Breeze News. Listen, hang on for just a second. Let's get Jake in here with Traffic on the Fives. Okay, if you're on I-10 eastbound this morning, before you get to the Highway 29 Pensacola Boulevard exit, we have some really, really slow traffic headed eastbound. And also, both directions getting by Gulf Breeze High School this morning on Highway 98. Uh, we're seeing our normal morning slowdown with the school zone there. Other than that, we're looking great around town. If you see anything out there slowing you down, you can always call or text me on our traffic tip line. That number is 437-1620. I'm Jake walker with your traffic on the fives thanks so much jake back to lisa newell the publisher of the gulf breeze news um the county has been doing these informational budget planning meetings and we've got one going on is it today it is tonight at gulf breeze they have they have several of them but the one that's in gulf breeze is tonight at the uh, tiger point community center and it's going to be uh, at from 5 to 7 p.m so if you are interested in talking and making your voice heard about what you think the county needs to put in their budget, this is your opportunity to go and talk to them. So Tiger Point Community Center tonight, uh, Thursday, February 15th. Very good. You've also got a story about something we've been talking about a bunch, which is the the big old flagpole, the 200-foot, you know, who's got the biggest pole? I mean, that's basically what they're talking about. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. So uh, Commissioner Calkins uh, brought this up. He, w- he was very inspired by the Gander RV uh, flagpole, and he wants to see if we could have the largest flagpole in the state. Wants to see how much that we, you know, what, you know get that together. He thinks it's a tourist um, attraction, and uh, there has been a lot of pushback, as you can imagine. And but they are still going to go forward with it because they said if we find out how much it costs, it's potential that we could get somebody who, you know, is very patriotic who wants to donate the money. Right. Uh, but they, a lot of the commissioners have already expressed that they're not going to use county money. Uh, for this flagpole. Yeah, and there's going to I mean, be... I mean, there's flagpoles in front of the municipal buildings, but they are not interested in spending money for a tourist uh, you know, tr- attraction, but they are going to go ahead and find out how much it's going to cost, and then they're going to see if they can find someone to help them uh, fund it. Yeah, it's going to be interesting where this all lands, and one of the outcomes was that Sam Parker is apparently pushed to get at least all five of the military branches on flags, uh, flagpoles outside of the county committee, where I guess they got like 20 flagpoles or something, so uh, that's good news. Lisa Newell is the publisher of the Gulf Breeze News. March Splash is coming soon, and there's all kinds of good stuff in the paper we didn't get to. Lisa, thanks for the time this morning. We'll talk to you again next Thursday. Thank you. Hope to see you in the breeze. You bet. Uh, quick future news, Jake. Uh, Randy Jorgensen, does he become the Milton City manager tonight? Yeah. I, you know, I was going to say no because, like, I wouldn't think he'd want to come back, but I, maybe he misses it. I guess he does, and he wants to be back. So, that I mean, that's an easy decision. But it will be contentious. Oh, this will definitely be a days of our Milton because there are people in the yes. council and in the public that do not want him back. Uh, Navy Boulevard, will that study and the improvements happen over by the base? Yes. Also, yes. Dependable traffic on the fives, weekdays on News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.